Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. This is what the Dutch Prime Minister and Health Minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. Oh, yes, folks. Uh, complete nonsense. Total, utter lie. I'm going to play uh, the rest of this video. It is from InfoWars. I'll play the rest of this video um, so that you guys can hear the truth about Charlie Victor 019er, um, as John Holler likes to call it, or the clot shot, the COVID jab, um, whatever you guys prefer uh, to call this thing. We're going to listen to the rest of it. And by the way, if you're asking or, you know, if you're thinking to yourself, you know, what is the cost of freedom these days? How much is freedom? Well, let me tell you how much freedom is. That's one billion dollars, folks. That is the going rate um, for freedom today. And uh, so the founder there of InfoWars, um, which is I'm getting this clip from, um, Alex Jones has ordered to pay the $1 billion. So guys, if you want to know how much freedom costs in the United States, freedom of speech, $1 billion. Anyway, let's hop on back over here. I'm going to play the rest of this um, clip for you guys. And I'm telling you, if you're watching me on Rumble, you'll actually be able to see it. Um, but if you're listening to me, of course, uh, on your uh, uh, podcast uh, uh, platform of choice, um, then you can be able to listen to it but guys mm, i'm telling you the truth is out there the truth is coming out they cannot hide they cannot hide it any longer um there's no way to to hide it the amount of people who are dying the um, the vast majority of people um who have been injured by this clot shot is astounding and if you remember two years ago when those frontline doctors were telling people what was actually going to happen and how many people would be dying as a result of this and not just like right away but delayed well, we see that happening now you guys see it everybody sees it and they can't hide it any longer but you know what if you go into google or bing or any of these other search engines even though they go you're going to find any of this truth it is buried so far you have to go through pages just to get to the truth. Folks, the Bible said, Jesus Christ said that in the end times, that deception would be so, so good. You know, so good that even if it were not so, even the elect would be deceived, which is Christians, those of us filled with the Holy Spirit. Guys, I'm telling you, deception is off the charts off the charts and if this doesn't give you a little bit of proof a little bit of evidence i don't know what will all right let's check it out guys in a COVID hearing in the european parliament one of the pfizer directors just admitted to me at the time of introduction the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus this removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport the COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? 
Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanisation before um, it's entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. This is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now, this turned out to be a cheap lie. We were shocked to find out yesterday that, we, that they haven't tested their vaccine to see if it's stopping the spread of the virus. We heard allegations here and statements from the representative of Pfizer stating, and I quote, that they cannot release the contracts because they have certain interests. What about the interests of the people? What about their health? Because it's, it's our authority and our job to make sure that we get to the bottom of this. That Mr. Borla, CEO of Pfizer, had the audacity to refuse to appear in front of this committee to answer question constitutes a gross disregard for the people whose tax money he took, by the way. Peter Halligan has been looking, uh, he, he's a most experienced analyst, ex-financial uh, industry, extremely used to looking at statistics and um, translating them into a summary statement. These numbers are best estimates at this point in time using government data for the global consequences of the clot shot in terms of death and morbidity, otherwise known as serious adverse events such as heart attack, strokes, pulmonary, pulmonary emboli, etc. Global deaths directly attributable to the vaccine, 20 million, two zero million, and two billion, big B, two billion serious adverse reactions of the type I described. To contrast that with history, um, vaccines have typically been pulled from the market when the last one, the, the birth flu vaccine was pulled with only 35, three, five deaths. If you're vaccinated, you're not gonna be hospitalized, you're not gonna be in an ICU unit, and you're not gonna die. You're okay, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Well, folks, I'm telling you, welcome to the age of deception. Yes. I remember when those doctors were telling us and everybody was telling us that the VAERS website, okay, so there was like, tw like 20,000 deaths and they had so many of these. I was reporting, a lot of people were telling you guys, I was reading it straight from the VAERS website itself. Uh, and of course, my YouTube videos, of course, struck down because of that, because, you know, I was reading it straight from the horse's mouth. But they had said that that is like 1% of actually what has actually um, taken place. So only like technically 1% was actually being reported. So you could take those numbers and then here's where you get like the 20 million deaths, like the, like, can you, 1 billion adverse reactions, folks. Almost everybody knows somebody who has taken this jab, this uh, clot shot, this poison, this thing um, that they pushed upon the world as this giant experiment. Almost everybody knows somebody who's had an adverse reaction to it. I know several people um, who has had adverse reactions to it. So guys, I wanted to jump on and just kind of start out with that. 
uh, just kind of give you an idea of where we're going to go. But we've got a lot of headlines to cover today. I know I've been telling you guys what Biden, or not Biden, I'm sorry, but what Fauci was before and what all this before he became, you know, Dr. Fauci that the world knows as a hypocritical liar, but in a vindictive, evil, puppy murdering, sadistic little well, we won't go there. Family-friendly uh, podcast. So, but I do want to tell you guys um, about that. And so, I've been kind of hinting at it and hinting at it. Uh, so, here it is. Justthenews.com forward slash nation. Okay. So, I'm going to give you guys a real quick rundown. Really quick. Before, even, before we even jump into headlines. So, this is a good one. Alrighty. So, this is at Just the News. Justthenews.com. Author tells how Dick Cheney elevated Fauci to top of U.S. biodefense research apparatus post 9-11. Yes, folks, I've been telling you. I've been telling you. So it's a mistake to think that uh, to think of Dr. Anthony Fauci as, quote, a great public health expert, unquote, says journalist Ashley Rinsberg, who argues that the NIAID director is correctly understood as, quote, a biodefense national security official at the very top of that command structure, unquote. This article is by Charlotte Hazard. Charlotte Hazard. It was written on September the 5th of 2022. So, fearing the development of bioweapons by U.S. enemies in the wake of 9-11, then-Vice President Dick Cheney paved the way for Dr. Anthony Fauci's little-known rise in 2004 to the top of the nation's biodefense research apparatus, relates journalist, uh, journalist Ashley Rinsberg in a new article at unheard.com. Come. In the aftermath of 9-11, and even slightly before 9-11, when the Bush administration came to power, Dick Cheney was especially looking to create a biodefense strategy, Rensburg said on the John Solemn Reports podcast. And Cheney was very concerned about this, Rensburg continued. Bush was more concerned on the natural outbreak pandemic front, but Cheney was really thinking about how about the potential of enemies of the United States weaponizing biology, weaponizing viruses, unquote. As a result of this, Cheney and Bush funded a huge infrastructure with a vertically integrated power structure and placed Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, at its pinnacle. This is, uh, quote, this is kind of the thing that people have really missed about Fauci, Rensburg said. We've all come to think of him um, as a great public health expert, the top public health official in America. He is not that. He's definitely not that. She said he is, in fact, a biodefense national security official at the very top of that command structure. And this is something we all should have known about two, three years ago, and not just today. Fauci is the highest paid employee in the federal government, out-earning senators, the president, and Supreme Court justices. His salary roughly doubled that of his own nominal boss. Until recently, NIH director Francis Collins, Rensburg wrote in an article at unheard.com titled, How Dick Cheney Created Anthony Fauci. Fauci's giant pay packet can be traced back to 2004, the year after NIAID was made the country's top biodefense authority agency. Quote, you guys catch that? Mm-hmm. It was then that Fauci became more than just another director of a public health agency. Quote, this salary jump was only a byproduct of the radical restructuring of America's biodefense apparatus, Rensburg essentially pl- uh, wrote. She said, uh, uh, the most, uh, 
the much more significant outcome was that Fauci was essentially placed at the top of the new food, or I'm sorry, food chain, the new chain of command over which he gained nearly total decision-making abilities. He went from being the director of one of the NIH's constituent 27 institutes to being the only one who really mattered. Rensberg was also critical of the mainstream media and said one of the main problems uh, with it is that many major outlets chose to write from a single narrative and base their writings off of the narrative. A lot of this has to do with the media's allegiance and al uh, alliances with forces and elements in government, Rensberg concluded. They take the government message, part of the government, not the whole government, and certain parties of government and drive it home at all costs, no matter what. Folks, I've been telling you that little man is evil. He is evil to the core. He is a wicked, wicked man. But anyway, you can go to justthenews.com. And you can read that for yourself. But yes, I did. I wanted to throw that out there because I've been kind of hinting at it and hitting at it and hitting at it. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that I got the correct article before um, before I gave you guys the actual um, the actual headline from it. So what else is going on today? Harbinger's Daily, the compilation of evils we are now witnessing is not going unnoticed in Jesus Two Longs for the Rapture by Terry James at HarbingersDaily.com. HarbingersDaily.com. And I hinted on this last night. Newly sworn in, Alberta Premier Daniel Smith says unvaxxed people, the most discriminated against a group that I've ever witnessed. That is at TheGatewayPundit.com. TheGatewayPundit.com by Jim Hoft. We'll touch on that a little bit as well. Uh, 1440, guys. If you haven't gone to uh, 1440 and checked out there's new articles, you might want to do that. And if you would like to, you can go to join1440, which is 1440.com forward slash newsletter. Type in your email address, and it is absolutely free uh, to check everything out. And they're talking about Social Security Boost. Uh, the Social Security uh, Administration will announce the annual cost of living increase today for more than 70 million Americans. The increase is estimated to be 8.7%, the largest since 1981. Wow. That might help people put maybe a half a tank of gas in their car. Sorry, being facetious there. Anyway, um, and of course, I have told you guys, we just got through talking about the Alex Jones verdict. And believe me, I remember talking to you guys yesterday, last night, about the human rat brains. My Lord, my Lord, what an abomination, an abomination, folks. They got a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, lots of good stuff. Talk about NFL quarterback Tom Brady. Uh, they've got all kinds of good things. They've got sports and news and technology and science and the Food and Drug Administration. Folks, hold on to your boots. And what I just got through playing for you guys, what we just got through uh, listening to. Well, check this out. The Food and Drug Administration approves the updated Moderna COVID-19 booster shot for ages 6 and older. And the Pfizer BioNTech booster shot for ages 5 and older. Both target the original coronavirus strain of the BA4 and the BA5. I would like to call those BS, but they're calling them BA. And strains and more, folks. They're murdering our children. Murdering them. With all, with all of the evidence that has come up, they're still pushing this. Oh, and just today, uh, Bumbling Biden said that he has extended the COVID-19 emergency. Yes, folks. I think everybody and their dog has had COVID-19. But anyway, moving right along, it's like a cold. I mean, 
that spreads, you know, like a cult, anyway, I had it, I had it in 2020, and I was uber sick, I remember, oh, I was sick for 18 days, it was yucky, 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 anyway, folks, um, speaking of Anthony Fauci, you know, these evil little people that we go right, and I was, like, watching this, the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, uh, and I got the Jeffrey Epstein, and of course, you think about these people, how vile that they are, and like Anthony Fauci, such a vile little man, and uh, it reminds me of what I just talked about last night, the book of Jonah, Jonah didn't want to go to the Ninevites to go and preach to them, that, you know, God would relent, no, no, he did not want to go, because he knew, and if you remember, you know, when I read that, he even says that he knows that God is uh, long-suffering, of course, and he's merciful, but he didn't want them to have mercy on those people in Nineveh, because of how wicked they were, and, uh, anyway, so I kind of think about these people like Fauci, and, and, uh, the Weinsteins, and the Epsteins, and all these Steens, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't want them to be saved, I don't want them to be forgiven, but then I got to think about, oh, the book of Jonah, yes, God still loves them, and wants to forgive them, and if you guys haven't um, checked that, if you if you ever listen to, if you go to loveworthfinding.org, Dr. Adrian Rogers is my very favorite pastor. He passed away for several years ago, but he is my favorite. And um, a while back, I believe it was last year around Christmas, no, it was, after, it was after Christmas, or maybe earlier this year, they did reprint the Dr. Adrian Rogers Legacy Bible, and I got it in, I got it in the New King James Version. And uh, I wanted to kind of just scroll over here on the book of Jonah, what he kind of had to say. And uh, if you haven't listened to Pastor Adrian Rogers, I tell you, whoo, go to go to LWF, which is loveworthfinding.org. And believe me, you're going to fall in love with him too. Anyway, it says, so the book of Jonah was written in 760 BC by Jonah, son of Amatea. So it says, the book of Jonah stands as the greater missionary message of the Old Testament. The book begins, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amatea, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh. And he goes, Nineveh was a great city, great in enormity, antiquity, and iniquity. He says, It had a population of perhaps a million people, the largest on earth at that time. It took three days to walk its breath, and it was the capital of Assyria, a pagan nation, and one of the gravest enemies of Israel. The Ninevites were infamous for their cruelty in warfare, and that's Nahum 3.3. Archaeologists have confirmed the great atrocities committed by the Assyrian army. And these are the people to whom God told the prophet Jonah to go and preach repentance. Jonah had been a prophet, but only to his own people. He was a patriot who loved the people of his homeland, yet had nothing but contempt and hatred for the Ninevites because of their wickedness. So when God tells me to go to Nineveh, he has no desire to bring the gospel of God to these people. He thinks they don't deserve it. He wants God to judge them. He fears God might indeed bless them. But in this story, we see the heart of God, a heart of boundless love. God wants to lift, love, and bless all the nations of this world, including the cruel and oppressive. He will reach out to all the people of the world, misguided, downtrodden, sick, suffering, uh, perishing, until the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. That's Habakkuk 2.14. In his command to Jonah, God is showing that he is the God of missions. You can go and read a little bit more about that. 
And uh, if you don't have that, I tell you that is a very good study Bible to get. And uh, it's really cool because um, he he they call him Adrianisms. He's always got something to say. Uh, and he's really quip. He's really really witted. Good witted. Has a great sense of humor. Anyway, I loved him. So anyway, he says treasures from the word. He goes, Father knows best. And he says, friend. Has God told you to do something you absolutely can't do? Instead of worrying and making up excuses, give it a try. A miracle might be waiting on the other side. Remember, your father knows best. Anyway, I thought I'd throw that in this uh, morning. Actually, now it's my time. It is morning. Uh, so what else do we have? So Prophecy News Watch. And I did talk a little bit about this. The Europeans are panic buying wood stoves and these kind of things. And Oh my goodness, Lord, give them wisdom. Give them wisdom of what to do. Lord, give us all wisdom in what we should be doing there during this time. And so I did want to go up here a little bit. One one story that I did miss yesterday that I did want to talk about. In Australia, Christians are having to choose between their church or their job. Uh, a Rubicon has been crossed in Australia for the first time. Someone has lost their job, not because of something they said or did, but because of the church that they belong to yes folks you heard that correctly in australia in australia so uh says ascendant afl is an australian rules football team based in melbourne it has a membership of over eighty thousand. and is a major player in what is a large and lucrative sport in australia this week it appointed a local businessman andrew thoroughburn uh, as its chief executive he lasted one day in the job and the story is best summed up by the herald sun headline Ascendance Chief Executive Andrew Thurlburn um, has stepped down after shock link to church was revealed. Notice the language. This was a shock link. Not to a strip club. Not to a gambling syndicate. Not to a drug scandal. No. They would barely have raised an eyebrow. This was a shock link to a church. Folks, this is prophecynewswatch.com. Since so this was not even a link to controversial social media post, a.k.a. Israel Fola, the new CEO was forced out not because of anything he said or did, but simply because he is linked to a mainstream Christian church which teaches the Bible. He is the chairman of their board. Discrimination. In theory, it is illegal to discriminate against someone because of their religious beliefs. But as the Ascending Club president admitted, in interview process, you're not allowed to ask about people's religious beliefs. It's against the law. But what we did, as soon as we saw them, we acted. Quote, in other words, once they did check Thorburn's religious beliefs, or the beliefs of the church he belongs to, they then decided to discriminate and determine that he was not a suitable candidate. We can't do that because it's discrimination. But after we find out the fact, then we can discriminate against you and fire you. Yeah. Anyway, the Ascendant Board declared that this was nothing to do with religious beliefs. The Ascendant uh, was a club where everyone was welcome and respected. If Ascendant really was a club where everyone was welcome and respected, then we would welcome Andrew Thorburn. But by acting on the basis of the beliefs of Thorburn's church, the Ascendant Board have told all Muslims, Catholic, Evangelicals, and others that they are not welcome. Only those with pre-approved beliefs will be welcomed. Those who blaspheme against progressive doctrines will be suitably excommunicated. Welcome to the Fundamentals Church of the Woke. Folks, 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 you can read the rest of that article at Prophecy Newswatch. 
prophecynewswatch.com prophecynewswatch.com if you ever go to Bill Koenig you can go and watch thewatch.org go to his website got a lot of stuff this is latest US national security strategy pushes regional peace two state solution UN or US President Joe Biden has released his second national security strategy expressing the nation's intention to further promote Abraham Accords style peace agreements between Israel and its regional neighbors as well as a two-state solution to the Israeli-Palestine conflict with Israel's Jewish democracy identity at its core the document does not specifically name countries that may be primed for a peace agreement with Israel the nation or the national security strategy, which is required by law, pro provides an annual outline of the U.S. administration's national security concerns and its policies for addressing those issues, including the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Folks, I'm going to throw this in here. This is an absolute terrible, terrible idea. Look what happened to the United States when the Abraham Accords were actually pushed. When when doctor uh, when doctor when Trump and them actually announced that. Folks, this is terrible. Jesus, the Bible specifically tells us, do not, do not do that. And Joel, you can read all about it, folks. And whatever God will have, oh, it's terrible. We do not want to do that. But here they are. So violence erupts in Jerusalem and most violent night in capital in years. Uh, two Israeli police officers were injured and nine Palestinians were arrested between Wednesday night and Thursday morning as violence broke out across Jerusalem and parts in the West Bank amid rising tensions around IDF operations in Shufat and Nablus and a visit by Jews to Joseph's tomb. Arab riders threw multiple cocktails and fired fireworks toward them and all kinds of horrible things were going on. Over there, the Bible commands us as Christians, commands us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So we need to be praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Israel uh, giving intel on Russians, Iranian drones to Ukraine. Here's a report, and this is posted this morning right now. Israel has been providing Ukraine with ballistic or with basic uh, intelligence on the Iranian drones used by Russia in its invasions, the New York Times said on Wednesday. A senior um, Israeli official reported reportedly told the Times about the intelligence sharing and that a private Israeli firm was also giving Ukraine satellite imagery of Russian troop positions. Folks, lots of stuff is going on. Abbott's meets with Putin, rails at Israeli violations against the Palestinians. So Palestinian Authority President Mahoub Abbas meets with Russian leader Vladimir Putin on the sidelines of an international conference in Kazakhstan, their first face-to-face -face meeting since Russia invaded Ukraine earlier this year. President Abbas brief, uh, briefed Putin on the latest political developments regarding the Palestinian issue as well as on the continued Israeli violations against the Palestinian people, land, and Muslim and Christian holy sites, including the continued settlement, construction, demolitions, judicial killings, and the army siege imposed on the sites. I'm sorry, imposed on the cities, refugee camps, and towns, particularly on Shuafat refugee camp, Nablus, and Jerusalem, a statement carried by the PA's official Wafa News Agency. Yes, folks. Telling you what they're going to... I'm just going to throw this out there. You see the countries aligning in the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war that is prophecy to take place. We don't know when. We don't know where. But we do know it is coming and it will happen. The Bible said it will happen. And we see all the leaders and all the nations coming together that's going to form that coalition that will invade Israel during that time. And the most wonderful thing about the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war is that nobody, nobody will come to the aid 
of Jerusalem. Nobody will come and help them. But there'll be some that'll say, like Jordan, they'll be like, oh, this is terrible. They shouldn't do this. You know, they'll voice their, you know, their opinion, like, oh, this should, but they won't help. They won't come to help. The only one that helps is God Almighty. And that's when the whole world knows that God is the one uh, that fights for Israel. So it's going to be, it's going to be wonderful, guys. Anyway, what else do we have going on today? So another one is, is a time of desperation. That means any thing is possible so it is a time and yes this is by Hal Lindsay and uh, this is posted on the 10th of October at harbingersdaily.com and so we'll scroll on down it says in Japan people scrambled to find shelter as a North Korean missile flew overhead the nation issued a J alert train services suspended officials ordered residents in the northeastern part of the country to evacuate buildings and find bomb shelters both Japan and South Korea sit minutes away from almost all of North Korea's large ballistic missile stockpile, but they're not alone. Uh, the Democratic People's uh, Republic of Korea also has uh, inter intercontinental ballistic missiles that can reach most of the world, including the United States. Guys, I don't have to be the first person to tell you what a whack job that guy is over in North Korea. He is insane he is insane so anyway uh, lots of stuff there and so technocracy.news technocracy.news has some stuff today too um so here's what it just came out today humans as bioreactors how darpa pioneered the idea behind mrna guys mm, if you just thought it was a little vaccine yeah they have bigger plans bigger plans we can already tell by the abominations that they're the atrocities that they have already been committing frankenstein animals and all kinds of stuff folks yeah, lots of stuff anyway rally shooting five dead including off-duty cop others were injured today that was uh just a few hours ago uh in rally north carolina lord um praying for comfort and peace to that community especially the ones who have passed away uh and to that officer as well into the community what a what a horrific tragedy so uh sky news says that the parkland school massacre florida jury recommends life in prison for a gunman nicholas cruz as the victim's family say it should have been the death penalty and i'm going to agree with his family and say uh with the victim's family and say it should have been the death penalty how in the heck do you not bring down the death penalty on this guy seriously <clears throat> the expelled student was 18 years old when he used a semi-automatic assault rifle it's not an assault rifle people's idiots when he used a semi-automatic rifle to kill 14 students and three staff members in one of america's worst school shootings this article is by samuel osborne and it was posted october the 13th uh, here in the UK, or there in the UK. So what it says, a uh, Florida jury has recommended a sentence of life in prison for gunman Nicholas Cruz, who killed 17 people at a Parkland school in 2018. Jurors could not unanimously agree he should be given the death penalty, despite the prosecution requesting he be executed and arguing the deadly attack was cold, calculated, and meticulously planned. Some victims' relatives shook their heads in court when the jury rejected the prosecutor's call. Following the life uh, sentence death decision, Lori Aldehoff, uh, whose daughter Alyssa was killed, said, uh, We are beyond disappointed with the outcome today. This should have been the death penalty 100%. 17 people were brutally murdered on February 14, 2018. I sent my daughter to school, and she was shot eight times. I'm so disappointed and frustrated with this outcome. I cannot understand. I just don't understand. 
She said Cruz, 24, pled uh, guilty last year to premeditated murder at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Folks, if anybody deserves the death penalty, it should have been that, that man right there. That is, I cannot, I just cannot believe um, that he did not get the death penalty. Anyway, moving right along. Um, who knows, maybe the Lord will save him and uh, he will repent. So while the war in Ukraine has country stockpiling iodine tablets, this is Maddie Burkoff, Burkoff, Burkoff at the LA Times uh, telling us a little bit about that. It's posted, uh, do you believe it was uh, October the 13th this was um, this was posted. So the war in Ukraine has heightened fears about nuclear exposure and an interest in iodine pills that can help protect the body from some radiation. Concerns have grown in recent weeks over periodic power cuts to the Zaporizhia a nuclear plant that has uh, that have increased the risk of a meltdown and threats from Russia President Vladimir Putin that he will use all means necessary to win the war in Ukraine has raised the specter of nuclear warfare. Some countries in Europe have started stockpiling the tablets and pharmacies in Finland began to run low on the pills. After that, uh, country's health ministry recommended uh, households buy a single dose in case of emergency. But what are iodine pills and what can they do and what can't they do in the case of a nuclear leak or attack? So it's a potassium iodine or Ki offers a specific protection against one kind or one kind of exposure. It prevents the thyroid or hormone producing gland in the neck from picking up radioactive iodine, which can be released into the atmosphere in a nuclear accident. The radioactive material can increase the risk of thyroid cancer if it gets into the body, for example, by breathing it in or eating contaminated food. It's especially dangerous for children, and its health risk can last for many years after exposure, according to the World Health Organization. That's all they can tell you about. Really? It can kill you, idiot. Really? It's specifically dangerous for children. What? Sorry, these people. Anyway, iodine tablets work by filling the thyroid with a stable version of iodine so that the radioactive kind can't get in. If the thyroid is already packed with potassium iodine, it won't be able to pick up the harmful iodine that's left after a nuclear accident. The pills are cheap and sold all over the world in many countries, including the U.S., uh, uh, stockpile them. So, but potassium iodine doesn't protect against other kinds of radioactive threats. A nuclear bomb, for example, can release many different kinds of radiation or radioactive material that can harm many parts of the human body. It will kill you, folks. It will absolutely kill you. You know, it says potassium, potassium iodine uh, doses can come with some side effects like rash, inflammation, or an upset stomach. Those over 40 years old generally shouldn't take iodine tablets unless their expected exposure is very high, according to guidelines from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Folks, uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't really believe anything the U.S. Food and Drug Administration says anymore. Have you caught yourself doing that? Have you caught your? I have caught myself doing that. I have caught myself um, when I buy food, I wait a little bit, and I will, you know, search the USDA to see if there's been any recalls on anything. Um, I don't trust what the government has to say. I don't trust what they say about anything. And that's terrible. That is absolutely terrible. But we live in an age of deception. Exception. And so you've got to be got to be on top of these things. And uh, unfortunately, it's kind of put us in that position. They've done it. You know, they've you know, we have to be uber, uber careful on what we read and what we listen to and what we believe. So uh, geoengineeringwatch.org has got some things to tell you about today. So global alert news. 
uh, was October the 8th, came up on October the 8th, and this is what they had to say. So, Dan Wigington, so it says, while most are focused on the Hurricane Ian devastation of Florida, a silent insidious cataclysm is taking place in Western North America, a catastrophic drought. Declimate engineers continue to cut off the flow of precipitation from the western U.S. and parts of British Columbia. Meteorologists have named it the ridiculously resilient ridge, the engineering high-pressure heat dome that is turning parts of western North America into a wasteland, including agricultural regions. The same scenario is occurring in the European, Asian, and African agricultural zones. While so many in the world are struggling to find food, global power structures are making preparations for nuclear war. Populations are beginning to awake to what has been done to them without their knowledge or consent. Do global controllers see nuclear holocaust as their last option? The latest installment of Global Alert News is below. Guys, go check that out. You check them out um, on their website, geoengineeringwatch.org, or you can go to YouTube and check them out as there as well. What else we have? President uh, uh, Belarus president warns Ukraine deploys troops with Russia. This is on October the 12th on WION News. WION News. Since the beginning of the war in Ukraine, global powers have picked sides and they have been pushing to oscillate Russia. One nation that has stood unconditionally with Russia is its trusted ally, Belarus. Russian President Vladimir Putin has constantly uh, had Belarusian President Lushenko's support even before the start of the Russian offensive. Yes, folks. So you can check that out at WIONnews.com. If you want to, you can check them out on YouTube, too. And uh, go to Gravitas. It's some um, always always has great always has great articles on there as well so moving right along to the cave he's kevin spacey civil sex abuse trial will continue after the lawyer test positive for covid19 of course kevin spacey's accuser anthony rabbit seeking 40 million dollars for psychological injuries folks i don't know about you guys but kevin spacey is a sicko sicko they're all sickos up there Anyway, we're going to move right along. So, uh, what else do we have going on today? Guys, if you haven't watched, um, if you have not watched J.D. Farag's latest um, prophecy update, get on there, check it out, and he's going to tell you about all Anthony Fauci as well. So, what else do we have going on? If you guys check out uh, thenewsbreak.com, it's a pretty good little app, pretty good uh, website, got some good stuff on there occasionally. Uh, so we have a lot of things happening. What else? We have North Korea fires another missile, flies warplanes near the border. This just happened 12 hours ago. Folks, things are getting heated up, heated up. So flood swallows cars, swamps houses, a major Australian emergency. Flash floods swamped hundreds of homes in southeastern Australia and thousands of people warned to flee. So this just happened a couple hours ago. So it says, uh, this is by William West. William West, and this is at uh, the AFP. So, it says in Melbourne, uh, flash floods swamped hundreds of homes in southeastern Australia, and thousands of people were warned to flee surging waters threatening towns across three separate states Friday. A major flooding emergency was unfolding in Victoria, Australia's second most populous state, where rapidly rising waters forced evacuations in the Melbourne suburb of Mary Briong. So, cars left on the streets of the suburb were almost completely swallowed by the floods, while some stranded residents had to be saved by inflatable rescue boats. The ground floor of the Angler's Tavern, a pub 
on the banks of the Maribong uh, River was underwater. State leader Daniel Andrews told reporters 500 homes in Victoria had been inundated while a further 500 properties were surrounded by floods and cut off from emergency services. That number will definitely grow and we have choppers in the air at the moment making a damage assessment, Andrews said Friday afternoon. It says while the worst of the rain had passed by late Friday morning, other state emergency service warned the floods would get worse as water flowed downstream into swollen river catchments. So our flood emergency here in Victoria continues to escalate. Emergency spokesman uh, Tim Wabash told the reporters, folks, be in prayer for those there in Australia. Oh, my goodness. I am really hoping that you guys are going to be okay. So many weather things going on in the world. Of course, the Bible said these things would happen. So what else do we have? Ah, let's see. Top senator seeks answers over Qatar linked to $1.2 billion Kushner property rescue. Yeah, folks. <laughs> of course, they'll come after them, but they're not going to go after, you know, anybody on, on the Biden side or the Clintons. Ooh, no, 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 no. Uh, Georgia police believe the missing 20-month-old is dead and mother named as primary suspect, folks, says so sad um simon is the primary suspect in the disappearance of her son quentin simon oh my gosh that's terrible um so in defeat for trump supreme court declines to interview in dispute over classified or declines to intervene in dispute over classified documents the fda warns of adderall shortage in other news iraq names new president and prime minister ending a year of political deadlock so there we have it folks uh, they elected the kurdish politician abdul latif rashid as the country's new president on thursday uh, of course, there were two officers uh, killed with an AR-15 ambush after a apparent phony 911 call. That was in Bristol, Connecticut. May the Lord comfort their community and family and friends. My goodness, I just didn't think I'd be seeing things like this. I just didn't think that I would live to see things like this. Anyway, Russia-Ukraine live update. So Russia kidnaps Zaporizhia. That, that nuclear power plant uh, is official. So he is uh, being detained in an unknown location, according to Ukrainian uh, officials. My goodness. So they're going to take their plant official and they're going to hold him hostage, apparently. Things are heating up, guys. Things are absolutely off the charts. Worsening inflation will pressure Fed to keep raising rates. This is going to get very, very bad bad and if you read your bible you know it's going to get bad and i think we are already heading towards uh the 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 four horsemen of the apocalypse i honestly think we're heading towards the tribulation and very quickly very very quickly and if we see the signs of the great tribulation already ahead of us how much sooner is the rapture of the church are you guys listening to the trumpet call because i am i know you probably are as well of course, we are praying that the Lord would come and take us soon and very soon. So, humans as bioreactors, how DARPA pioneered the idea behind the mRNA vaccines. I'm not making this up, guys. DARPA is the technocrat transhumanist dark arm of the military biodefense industry. mRNA vaccines were initially considered for military use against biowarfare, but Moderna was used to test the concept on the entire global population. The results have been disastrous, but leaders refuse to stop the injections. The cozy relationship between DARPA and Moderna needs to be blown wide open, folks. If I'm telling you, 
I never thought that I would see the, the wickedness. The Bible says that they would invent new ways to be evil. And boy, do we see that happening. This article about DARPA is by Spartacus via Encini. Uh, and this is posted today, as a matter of fact. So DARPA, nucleic acid vaccines. A nucleic acid vaccine is a vaccine that uses gene delivery methods, such as lipid nanoparticles or viral vectors, to deliver some quantity of either DNA or RNA into a cell. The cell's own machinery in the form of RNA, polymeresis, and ribosomes, use this nucleic acid as instructions to synthesize proteins. Guys, going all the way back to biology. You guys remember that? Way back. Anyway, article continues. It says, in the case of nucleic acid vaccine, the protein in the question is usually one of the structural proteins of a virus with the aim of generating an antibody response against the specific protein. But this isn't the only type of product that nucleic acid infections or transfection can produce. Gene transfection into cells can, in fact, make those cells produce any kind of protein with the right instructions, including monoclonal antibodies, designer receptors, anything imaginable. It says, in the case of the COVID-19 vaccines, the media and the medical establishment tried getting around this by arguing that since the vaccines did not change the recipient's DNA, that meant they weren't gene therapy. Of course, the introduction of foreign nucleic acid into the body to generate foreign proteins is by definition gene therapy, regardless of whether or not the, the subject's own genes are changed by it. DNA and RNA are genetic material, and if the immune system catches a cell producing non-human proteins, some seriously bad things will happen to that cell. Which in turn probably means some really bad things are going to happen to you. Um, as a person. Anyway, guys, uh, I just want to jump on, throw some stuff out there for you. Give you some food for thought, you know, um, give you some things to think about and to mull over. And, uh, you know, the whole the whole reason of this is to point people back to Bible prophecy and uh, everything that's going on. As we can see, they're inventing ways to be evil. I mean, really inventing ways to be evil. Um, they're coming up with these shot, these, these clot shots. They are uh, manipulating the weather. They are trying to get World War III uh, going. And uh, if you look around, like, well, what do they have to gain? But then I think about what the Bible says. And Satan has come to kill, steal, and to destroy. That's his whole goal. That's what he's about. He's evil. And, um, you know, you really got to think about it. When we look around the world today, that's exactly what's going on in the whole world. It's not just in your town, your city, or that other city, or that big city. No, 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 no. It's right in your own neighborhood. In your own neighborhood. People, the love of many have grown cold. There is hatred, vitriol. There is, it's just on a level I've never seen before. And it's only going to get worse. You know it. I know it. The Bible told us that's how we know. It's not going to get better. You listen to all those folks out there going, and God told me to tell you that there's going to be an outpouring. Don't listen to that garbage. Don't listen to that garbage. No. The Bible told us what would happen, and it's going to wax worse and worse. We cannot make this earth good enough for Jesus to come back. There's people out there that think that's called dominion now, and that's what they believe it's not going to happen. 
That's not going to happen. Jesus Christ has to come back because this world gets so wretched. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be the time when Christ comes back. So, guys, like I always say, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may the good Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face always shine upon you. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting this. Um, I really do appreciate it. Like I said, if you have anything that you want me to talk about or research or whatever, shoot me an email. Bible Prophecy for today at Outlook.com. Bible Prophecy, the number four, today at Outlook.com. Thank you guys so much. May God bless each and every one of you.